Hello and welcome to Emma's ESL English. Today we're going to talk about pronunciation. Depending on how different the sounds of your language are to English, you may have more or less pronunciation challenges. I've noticed that some nationalities struggle with particular sounds, um, but also there are some people who have physical challenges like a lisp that make it difficult for them to make some particular sounds. And of course, these people also exist in the UK, in America, in English-speaking nations. So I remember at school, teachers helping students who struggled with the TH sound, particularly. That one was really, in every school I went to, there was a kid who couldn't say the TH sound. So this happens everywhere. Your mouth is a muscle, so the more you practice these sounds, the easier it will get to make them. But at the same time, it's your choice whether you want to or not. For some people, it's worth putting the effort in so that they can be understood by other people. And for others, everybody's understanding them fine, so they don't actually need to put this extra practice in. So it's kind of your own decision. Where do you need to focus your time and energy when you're learning a new language? The other thing to bear in mind is of course, uh, accent can have um, an impact on how well you're understood. And if you're speaking to someone who's deaf or hard of hearing, then they will be focusing on your mouth to understand what you're saying. And even people who aren't hard of hearing, they very often will uh, double check what you're saying by looking at your mouth. Even though they maybe don't really know how it should look, we still do this quite often. So if your mouth doesn't match what they're expecting, then it can make it a little bit more difficult for them to understand you. But how often <laughs> do you speak to those people may also depend on how much effort you put into that side of things. It is your choice to decide what you think is important. If we stop for a second on accents, I personally don't advocate trying to change your accent. For me, I think that your accent is part of who you are. Within your accent, a huge amount is carried. It tells people about your life experience. It tells people about your family, about where you've come from, even your history. And even in the UK, we don't all speak with received pronunciation. We don't all speak like the Queen. We have a huge variety of accents across the UK. And even within the UK, it used to be very bad to have an accent. Everybody on the BBC was speaking with received pronunciation. That's no longer the case. So we hear a lot more accents these days. Um, people still have opinions about that. Um, in people in positions of power who have what are considered to be uh, poor accents often have struggled because of that. But I don't think that's an excuse to try and get rid of your accent. Rather, I think it's a reason to put it out there more to prove that people with your accent can be just as successful and are just as smart and clever and fantastic as anybody else. So I don't really want you to change your accent. Um, I like it. <laughs> if I speak to you, I like your accent. On saying that, of course, some accents are very difficult for people to follow, um, particularly if you're speaking very quickly. 
So that's maybe a point to think about. Can you just slow down and people will understand you more? That may be enough. For a lot of people, just you slowing down may be enough. So it's worth thinking about, are there particular key sounds that you really struggle with, that other people struggle to understand, that you could improve on that sound and everything else would get easier? Or can you just slow down? So rather than thinking about changing your whole accent, which is a big effort, and as I say, I think trying to erase part of who you are, instead think about are there key things that you can do, key actions that you can take or practices that you can do that will help others understand you more without you erasing who you are. With that said, today I'm going to teach you <laughs> about pronunciation. So I've focused on the sounds that I think are um, most difficult for different people. Some of them are related to where you come from. I will show you how to make the shape with your mouth. And if you practice these, then um, it will become easier for you over time. It's just like you're going to the gym for your mouth. That sounds weird, but that's basically what we're doing. Okay, <laughs> so first one, W. This is a particular challenge for my Turkish students and I think quite a few other people that come from, um, yeah, kind of that middle of Europe area. But it's not just them. Other people struggle with W as well. The good news is W is relatively easy because it's just the outside of your mouth that you're changing. The inside of your mouth is not really any different. So it's really about the this shape that you're making with your mouth. And um, rather than a, a V sound, which is the common exchange instead, making a V sound rather than a W sound. So it's really just about putting your mouth into the right shape. So for example, we can say something like wild. So my whole mouth is, is doing that. Wild, went, Hogwarts. So it's the same shape. It doesn't matter where in the word the W comes, the same shape is being made. How, see we end on that shape. Window, window starting and ending with the same shape, widower. <laughs> That's a tricky one, widower. So uh, I will write all of these words in the blog for you, emmaeselenglish.com, and um, you can just practice. So that kind of, what is it? It's a kiss, I'm making a kiss face with my mouth. <laughs> Do that. Do that often. Okay, next one. Excuse my notes. Right, tricky one, VF, all over Asia. <laughs> Everybody struggles with this one. Not just Asia, other places too. Um, actually, there's a very simple thing with this. When it comes to V and F, we're just using our teeth and our lower lip here. So most of the time, an F comes from you putting your teeth on the outside of your lip and a V comes from you putting your teeth on the inside of your lip. Not always, of course, it's English. There are exceptions to the rule. Sometimes we mess this around. But actually, if you hit either of these, it will give you the sound. The V and the F sound are so similar that it's very difficult to notice the difference. So actually, at speed, it's very difficult to notice there's any difference at all, and sometimes we're doing the opposite. So 
it doesn't really matter which one you hit. As long as you hit one of them, the sound will be close enough. People won't notice the difference. So the main thing to practice is putting your teeth in here and here. And the best way to do it is just to say lots of words. <laughs> so of course, there's loads of words that you can use. Few, view, few, view. You can see my W is not quite as, as it was before. I'm ending on that W sound. So I've still got the shape, not quite as much of the shape, but it's still there, which is giving me that ooh sound. Few, view, five, never, never. So teeth on the inside here, never. Finish, villain, confusing myself now. Fiddle, 15. So 15, we're doing it twice on, on the outside. Vivacious, twice on the inside. Oh. <laughs> okay, so very tricky to do, but once you've mastered putting your teeth on your lip like this, it gets easier to do. Okay, and, and again, the, it's just practice. Practice, practice, that's all it is. TH, definitely the hardest. Most kids in the UK, as I mentioned before, this is the one they, they struggle with. And you usually, they replace an F. So instead of um, think, you get think. Um, and that's really, really common in the UK. So don't feel bad if you're doing that. Again, this is about the mouth shape. So your tongue is coming between your teeth, like this, okay? We have two different kinds aspirated which means the air is coming out and unaspirated which means the air is not coming out in fact it really doesn't matter you're getting basically the same sound so don't feel bad if you get them mixed up you're aiming for the sound the other thing to remember is if the word ends with all of these if the word ends with this sound we're making exactly the same shape with our mouth so even though there may not be a big sound we're still making that shape with our mouth and that's gonna really help those people who are hard of hearing, they know what that looks like. They are expecting it to have that shape. Okay, so TH sound, think. You see how my tongue's coming right out? Think, 30, thirsty, Thursday. So these are all aspirated. In all of those, Thursday, the air is coming out of my mouth those, the, although. So all of those, there's no air coming out of my mouth, but I'm still using my tongue. I'm withdrawing, my, although I'm withdrawing my tongue. We're gonna come to the although in a second. So 15th, we're, we've got the F that we just did, 15th, and you can't really hear that TH. It's not really a big sound, but we can see that my tongue is ending up in the same place. All right, last one, L and R. This is really tricky for um, my Asian friends, really tricky. And the thing is, you can get by without worrying about the R. So, uh, for example, Chinese R is really far back in the mouth. You're moving your tongue quite far back in your mouth and I suck at it. 
it's really hard for me to make the Chinese R. I've not mastered it and I'm bad, bad student because I don't practice it enough. But that sound is close enough to an English R that you don't need to figure out how to make an English R actually. You can just replace it. It's fine. So don't worry so much about the R sound. What I want to teach you really is the L sound. The problem with English, right, is we have, sometimes we have um, an R and an L in a word together or two L's in a word together. And if you're trying to use the Asian R sound so far back in your mouth, it can be really hard to put those sounds together. Similarly, if you have another tricky sound like a TH or um, an F or something at an S before that sound, then it's really hard to get to it. So the reason I want to teach you the L is so that you have an option you can go to. It's your choice how much effort you put into learning it, but as long as you know how to do it, when you have those ones where it's a bit sort of tongue twistery to try and get around it, then you can use your L sound and it will be easier. So L's pretty simple. All we're going to do is put your tongue right behind your teeth. That's it. That's all you're doing. So we've got our F and V on our lip, our TH, our tongue is coming out between our teeth, but our L, our tongue is going up here behind our teeth, okay? And depending on the word, you might draw your tongue down behind your teeth, or you might just leave it up there. So if it's at the end of the word, you might find that your tongue ends up there at the end of the word. So let's have a look at some of these. <sighs> lawn, lawn light, live, lift. Okay, that's a tricky one. So live, so I'm ending with my V sound and lift. So that's a tricky one because I have to put my F and then turn it into a T. Lift, lift. Linger, linger. Roller, <laughs> roller. So you've got your R, then you have to bring your tongue forward for the L, and then you have to go back to the R again. Roller, roller, ruler, ruler. Uh, Prince Harry's daughter, they named after uh, the nickname of Queen Elizabeth, Lilibet, Lilibet. So two L's. We're very quickly taking your tongue off and putting it back again. Lilith, Lilibet, Lily, same, Lily always always so with always my tongue is touching the back of my teeth very briefly for the l and then going into the w always always alone nail again i'm ending with my tongue against the back of my teeth nail literal literal <laughs> two l's literal it's coming and going again Last one, Rudolph. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. You know it's nearly Christmas. It's all about Christmas today. I've been thinking about it a lot. Rudolph. So we've got your R to start with and we're ending with the F, your teeth down here. Rudolph. So the L is very short. And when I said about like just touching the back of your teeth, that's basically what's happening here. Rudolph. It's a very quick sound. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> enough. Okay. Feel free to go and practice these. If you struggle, if you run into any trouble, just email me, emmaslenglish at gmail.com 
or leave a comment either on the blog or on the YouTube channel, leave a comment below to say like what it is that you're struggling with. And I can always go back and do another video or we can just do one video focusing on a particular sound, whatever. I don't mind. Just let me know. Um, and all of these words that you can use to practice, I will put on the blog for you. Okay, that's it. See you tomorrow. Bye.